Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith. And with me, as always, co-host Kate Angorn. Hello. And special guest, Matt Bailey. Hi. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Good. Bailey, how are you doing a week after your birthday? Um, I'm doing good. Yeah? You feeling yeah. older? I feel very much the same. Hmm. Mm. So. How stoic. Yeah. You've been using stoic a lot lately, and I don't know if you're using I it, I don't right? think so either, but I, I like the so. way it sounds. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you go. <laughs> I'll call you That's out a, a little cool bit, word. but I'll let you go. I like the way it sounds. I feel like it's one of those words where it's fun to just kind of use it whenever and not really use it for what it means. Yeah. I'm definitely a stoic person, for sure. <laughs> I don't think you are. I don't think you are. <laughs> no. I think if anyone at this table is stoic, it's me. Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, you wish, dude. You do wish. <laughs> I wish I, I was stoic. I think you're more just, like, grumpy. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you wake me up from a nap. Jordan you was <sighs> sleeping before we got here. He promised me he wouldn't be tired for this episode. We moved it from Monday to Tuesday, and Bailey's one, one, one request was Jordan not be sleepy, and we came in, and he was sleeping. So episode number <laughs> 52 um back at it again <laughs> this is our this might be controversial oh no don't do it this is our ray lewis episode oof killed someone did he do it <laughs> Who, what did he do he he murdered somebody what's i mean he allegedly football. he plays football great linebacker yeah uh, but also Possibly a murderer. Also, but did he do it? Um, the courts, I guess, said he didn't. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but like literally everyone else said he did. Well, so, there's that. Uh, it's remain remains to be seen. Um, but yeah. So, do you guys want to guess the international dial code? Uh, no. France. <laughs> oh, um, Peru. I think that was last week's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think France has happened already. <laughs> it's Mexico. Oh, so you guessed close. that last week, our, I think. Yeah, our our neighbor to the south, our buddies to the south, um, our North American friends. It's also the amount of weeks in a year. Oh wow! <laughs> it's also the amount of cards in a deck. Oh. And classic game fifty-two pickup. Play that on your friends. And then play it on them. <laughs> yeah, play just it like on them. Prank them, go to hand them the deck, and then <laughs> just drop the deck. Um, there's U.S. Route 52 that connects South Carolina to North Dakota. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. you don't you don't hear about Route 52 too no, often. No, you don't. South Carolina <laughs> to North Dakota. <laughs> the unsung hero of <laughs> highways. There's also the. Um, DC Comics reboot New 52. Oh, you where they love reboot, it. I do. Where they rebooted all 50 um, titles from scratch. Kate and I. Why uh, is it 52? Because it was 52 titles. You said all 50 titles. Oh, I'm going to say 52. Oh, okay. You forgot the two jokers. Hey, uh, that's a card <laughs> and a comic joke. Beautiful. Um, Kate and I just got back from Comic Con, and mm-hmm. if you follow us on Instagram, you would see we ran into uh, M. Night <laughs> in a way. In a way, in spirit. <laughs> Did um, you guys post about that? Yeah. yeah. We do highlights now. Yeah. yeah, we struggled. We couldn't even figure, figure out, out how to p- 
post we, <laughs> no, we, we on instagram we did two instagram stories we wanted to do two in a row we didn't know how you know how like people have multiple stories on, on there you just post another one yeah, we couldn't figure out how the same way you posted the first one Every time they I clicked it, it would just play the same one over and over again. Huh. I'll have to show you guys after. Yeah, you're going to have to show okay. me. Do you have any more 52? One more. This one's pretty grim. Um, it was the number... <laughs> <laughs> it was the number of hostages in the Iranian hostage crisis. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Well, this is our controversial episode, though. We have Ray Lewis and the Iranian hostage crisis. What? What's next? Um... How have you guys been there? Anything else? Should you know? <laughs> I got my license renewed today. Oh, I got it? a new picture. You want to see it? Is this yeah. Bailey's corner? Is this, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yo, honestly, are you happy with your picture? Mine's, it's fine. Mine's so bad. <laughs> I look hard. I think I look tough. You look so <laughs> tough. Stoic. <You> look- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One might describe this as stoic. Also, you look miniature. Like, why did they shoot so high above your head? Yeah, it's like your face is really low. <laughs> There's it? so much space. Well, above yo, your on head. my last one, I feel like I look so, small. Yeah, you I do. Feel like that's what happened? <laughs> I don't Dude, know. You is, are you, so, your guys looks different. Jordan's described his license in the past as looking like someone who got caught selling fireworks and that's what <laughs> bailey's looks like right now yeah i think most it definitely looks like a mug shot yeah, yeah. for sure but like an innocent i wonder one. if it's just pennsylvania with that blue backdrop but it just looks you look like a criminal i look pissed it. off in my there's no way he told me i could smile and you decided not to <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like in the past they were like don't smile I on- oh yeah that happened to me last time yeah. too not this time so if you in, in general like in pictures do you smile or go with no smile? It depends what the group's doing. Yeah. If it's a happy moment, I'll smile. How many how I many pictures know. are like <laughs> I think a lot of unhappy <laughs> pictures. I, when I picture you in photos, I picture you just standing there not smiling. Really? Yeah. Hands how in many, pockets. Like how many times oh. have people captured you or like, a, like you dropped your ice cream? I right picture there. your hands straight at your sides, not smiling, just like looking at the camera. Well, I don't no, really know how ba- to smile. Well, Bailey, that also famous. This is Bailey's personal corner, so he also famously doesn't know what to do with his hands in <laughs> yeah, a photo. That's true. <laughs> he usually puts them in his belt loop or, or something weird. Yeah, I, he puts honestly, them they look down weird. His sides. They look weird. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, um, it is a tricky thing. I never. You just don't think I like about to, it, really. I'd like. To, to just grab something before the picture Ooh. so there's like you know mm-hmm. something in one of my hands you also do the classic one hand on the hip <laughs> well, oh, do I? like Sometimes. Uh, like not like a girl but like just like he I does that lean thing yeah. that like girls do yeah like huh. girls what's do. up with that I, I mean i know we sound it's like the a, angles dude. what, is what is up with that angles. though like if you look at accentuate a, the waist and then it's to make your arms look thinner because they're not pushed against your side. But it just kind of looks silly. Like, there'll be one girl at the end, like, leaning forward. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's like... What are they about to skateboard leaning forward? All right. Take a you know, take a picture of any... Or, like, look at pictures. I'm going to take a of, picture of a picture, and then I'm going to look at it. <laughs> make sure they're unhappy in it. Um, okay, cool. Well, any other personal? Um, going to see Bruce Springsteen. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Is it his like show? His 
it's his show. It's his, or it's like E Street Band. Or who's he opening up for? <laughs> Imagine if, who would he have to open up for? Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, probably Lenny. Uh, no, I don't think there is any like John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oprah. Maybe Paul. McCart- <laughs> maybe Paul McCartney. Would he open? He open for Paul. No, McCartney? his ego. I feel like it'd be too big for that. Bruce. Mm-hmm. You think he has an ego? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. <laughs> he plays out to. He p- plays yes. the sold out stadium. He, <laughs> he once said that um, the reason why he tours is not for money. It's because he likes the attention. His nickname is the boss. His nickname is what you just said. <laughs> Yo, is that is that where he got his nickname? <laughs> oh man, Jordan, you I'm guys, glad you took that nap. You guys obviously didn't read his uh, autobiography. Yeah. So. Oh, Born to Run. Yeah, well, I guess we don't know his struggles like you do. I yeah. guess. Where are you? Is he playing the he's, link? Or no, he's he? playing. Um, Johnny Brandes, <laughs> nah, on uh, Broadway or whatever. He has, he's playing like. Yo, that's what I meant when I said, "Is it his show?" Like his he's, Broadway show. His Broadway. Oh show. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh so, yeah. So Haven't you show. seen it already? No. Yeah. Bree has. I bought tickets for my dad's birthday back in March, <laughs> and we're nice. finally the day's finally here. Damn. Well, tell the boss we said what's up. That'll be fun. That'll yeah. be cool. The boss as in your dad? Because he's yeah. your boss. <laughs> that is my boss. <laughs> <laughs> so many bosses in that oh. crowd. All the bosses. Uh, cool. Well, that's that's fun. Yeah. Okay, do we have anything coming up? Colonoscopy. <laughs> Ooh. Always a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Always it's going to be great. I took off for it. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Well, hey, episode 52, as you could tell, we're back at it again. The roots are here. I just have to clarify <laughs> that Jordan took off my for my colonoscopy because we're best friends. Yeah, we are best friends. Um, the roots are here. <laughs> yeah, Questlove is like been. But Questlove's shaking his head right now. He's not ready to come on, so we'll we'll let them warm up. And he's I being stoic. Yeah, he's being real stoic over then. So is the tuba man. Um, the tuba. I man. saw the Roots play one time, and it was like it was awesome. Yeah, Gosh. they're great. I once saw them in Rhode Island, and their tr- their train that they were on got stuck, and they were an hour and a half late. So most of the audience left. It was like me and like thirty people that they played for, and it was sick. And Questlove like came out into the audience and like signed stuff. It was cool. His name's just Questlove. <laughs> yeah, he's a real Do name. You <laughs> <laughs> How did they uh, make it? Like, they don't have, like, hits, do they? The Seed is, like, their big song. Hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how they made it, how how they made it. Philly really. just inspired them. Yeah, they're, like, legendary, though. They're so respected by the music That's community. That's what I think it is. I think it's more because they're just really good musicians. Yeah. Musicians. Yeah. <laughs> they're great musicians. Hell yeah. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, so we're back at it again. Um, just us <laughs> How many times with you the white say with the white band. Just, I'm just uh, <laughs> I had to resist so many times. Just us three and Robert. the roots are here in the room with us. But they're quite wait, Quest? No, Quest isn't ready yet. So and don't forget, uh, he's staring right at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm just gonna throw it right over to Kate. It was your choice this week. Um, uh, who you chose and why? Hello. 
Um, I chose John C. Riley because he is the best. Um, I watched Chicago when that came out. When did that come out? That came out in 2002, so I was 12. And that movie was very, like, big in my life. Mm-hmm. I listened to that soundtrack over and over again. Me and my friend Caroline used to make up dances to that, even though there's already dances because <laughs> it's a musical. <laughs> Um, but he was in that and he was so good. And I kind of like always, every time I'd see him, like, oh, that's that guy, that's that guy. And then he was in, um, was it Walk Hard, The Lobster, and The Little Hours, where I was just like, yeah, John C. Riley rules. Those and are three yeah, interesting th- movies to like, to get on board with John C. Riley. But that also makes it why it's so good because you can do so many different things and still be really good. Like, they're all yeah. different. It shows that he can still carry himself in all these different genres. I do have to say, and I think I've said this for a couple different people already, <laughs> but this one I mean the most. If I could have anyone's career, it would be John C. Riley. Oh, for sure. Because, kind of because of that fact that he's been all over different genres, worked with different actors, like the best, like anybody, he's worked with them. Name somebody, I bet he's worked with them. His first movie is a De Palma movie. Brian De Palma? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you look at his filmography, it's insane and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i would i would love to i would love to uh he's in so many things he's in career. he's in the marvel franchise as gardens of the galaxy oh yeah he's he in is. that like new horror franchise with kong skull island he's in the disney universe because he's wreck it ralph he's in like talladega nights right he's in that yeah. whole that <laughs> He touches it all. Is that a universe? <laughs> the but that's universe. more like a Will Ferrell universe. <laughs> He's in the Will Ferrell universe yeah. for sure. Yeah, because of They're the bros. step bros. I mean, we don't talk about TV, but he's Dr. Steve Gruel as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so good. I hate Dr. Steve what? Gruel. What? Are you kidding I me? I hate it. Okay, well, he was also Nikola Tesla in Drunk History. Oh, he's so good in that. I didn't see that. Oh. I don't know. Steve Gruel's just a little... I love it's just a little too much for me. Yeah, I kind of agree with I don't, you. Dude, Tim and Eric, Steve Rule, they can go fuck themselves. Whoa. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's a little all hard. Right. Yeah, Philly natives. Oh, yeah. Uh, John C. is not, but they, Tim and Eric are. But yeah. Um, so what's your favorite thing that he's in, Kate? That's a hard question. I just dropped a piece of trash and barely picked yeah. it up. Um, my mo- The one that I cherish the most i think is chicago because i'm so connected mm. to it but i think my favorite's probably um either the little hours or the lobster mm, i love him in the lobster he's great in it i mean he's just cool mm-hmm. and he's gonna be in the sisters brothers that i'm so looking forward to that he's mm-hmm. like perfectly casted in that movie and i have to say he kind of fits your fat john he does fit thing. my fat john <laughs> thing. we have we've done john candy we've we're now doing John C. Riley. Who do we have yet? John Goodman. And John, John Gabris and John Gemberling. Do you like John Belushi? It's Jim Belushi. No, there's a John. Really? No, there's a uh, John. Yeah. It's his brother. I'm not as into the brother. He was in Little Shop of Horrors, correct? Maybe. Yes, he was. He was a salesman. Or no, is that Gremlins? 
No, he's in Little Shop of Horrors as something. Mm. <laughs> something. I think he's a salesman. Uh, yeah, so he fits your Fat John. Yep. Your Fat John syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> My Fat John syndrome. We saw something. At, so Jordan and I went to Comic-Con this weekend because we're best friends. We said, we just we said, said that. that already, <laughs> we already said that. And we watched something that we are not allowed to talk about. But in it is like a one-minute scene with John Gabris, and I audibly gasped in the audience because I was so excited. <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about it for two reasons. One, we don't talk about TV. But then they also had a pretty hot disclaimer, like, don't review this, don't talk about it, blah, 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 because yeah. it's like a pilot that's not coming out for mm-hmm. until next year. And they had people, like, walking the aisles to make sure there's no phones coming out and all yeah. that jazz. It was pretty hardcore. It was cool, mm-hmm. though. Um, but, yeah, John Gabris was in it, and I freaked out. The end. Yeah. How, yeah, how do you John feel Riley. about John C. Riley, Bailey? Yo, I uh, do you not like him? I'll be offended if you don't like him. No, Just I like him. That. I like him. I think he. Um, I think it's cool that he was more of like a serious actor for like a long time, and then mm-hmm. found comedy like almost like later in his career. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of he's probably always what's funny, but he just like started. He found Will Ferrell and then... Well, because, like, Gangs in New York, he's kind of funny in it. Yeah, he, he is... I guess he's usually, like, the comedic relief in a lot of his mm-hmm. roles. But they're, but like, like, serious roles. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So, he he's cool. I mean... Yeah, he's in The Dictator. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he, I feel like he's definitely a guy who has a ton of movies where some of them... Oh, like, one aren't of the ones? very good. <laughs> we yeah. watched tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, to I to can't wait to it. talk about that one because I, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, why don't we? Should we? Should we hash it out? Let's hash it out. All right, okay. Gonna hash throw it, it over to you. <laughs> I want to start with his best. Hmm. Interesting. I was hoping you're gonna yeah. go. The other yeah, way. we were kind of heading towards the worst. Mm. Okay, let's do the worst. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I no, no, let's do, do the best. I want to do the best so we could save the other one for last. So when people, like, tune out. <laughs> oh, so then let's do the worst. No, 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 let's do the best. I'm excited to talk about the best, too, because this is the first time I've ever seen it. Me, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Same. As big PTA heads? I know. I mean, Yo, he's I'm more a, the big PTA I'm a new PTA head. Yo, I think I realized watching this that I'm um, kind of anti-PTA. What's wrong with you tonight? <laughs> I mean, yo, I, dude, I guess I you get, just don't get him. <laughs> yo, maybe I don't like his. I kind of feel it. His like stories are too fucking long. They're too long. I kind of like in the middle. I definitely zoned out a little bit, but like there's not like a. I don't get like a great feeling watching them. Like I like my emotions to move a lot and then his movies are good but they don't really like and i think part of that bring a lot out of me i think part of that's because they're too long yeah where i feel like sometimes i'm just like all right like you've hit this note and it's extended too long mm-hmm. where i don't feel that note anymore yeah but i'm like 50 50 with him so far because i loved phantom thread and i love there will be blood mm-hmm. but i didn't love this one and i didn't love punch drunk love and those are the only ones i've seen you just need ddl in your life yeah, that's true. Those are yeah. both DDL. Yeah. Yeah, but I, f- I haven't seen Magnolia. Oh, but same. What, that one's longer, 
than all the other ones i think it's like but three hours yeah i think cruise will keep me going yeah mm. cruise will keep me cruising for sure. <laughs> be cruising on cruise i'm like saving that one for last yeah um, i don't know why honestly oh no there's inherent vice there's the master apparently, i have a little oh, yeah. ways to go apparently i didn't like inherent vice, vice. Yeah, i heard it wasn't good you'll probably like it <laughs> <laughs> I, like i should take offense to that but I, I've had that said to me so many times. Yeah. Now I'm just like, eh, all right. Um, all right. All right. So the the best rated movie is the 1997 masterpiece, Boogie Nights. <laughs> Boogies. Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. All right, Bailey, take mm-hmm. it away. Bailey, take it away. Uh, Boogie Nights. It's about uh, Marky Mark <laughs> plays Dirk Diggler as a uh, porn star. And he goes to the top, falls to the bottom, and ends up all right. That's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> you know, it's one way of putting it. Yo, but I like, yo, it's weird because he was the, like, last person I cared about in the movie almost. Who's like, that? I liked all of his, all the side characters, like, storylines uh, yeah, yeah. way more like mm-hmm. Don Cheadle's character was awesome. Uh, he was uh, my favorite. You know, I part wanted of the whole more movie. of Don Cheadle's character. Yeah. Like, first of all, I have a question about his character. He's a porn. He's an actor, and yeah, the but movies, they never right? show him. But they never show him, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's interesting. But also, I don't know how I feel about that. They don't really show John C. Riley's character doing no. porn no, scenes either. They don't. They just show him in the action movie yeah. scenes. He's great. He's like perfectly casted in that role too his very Mm -hmm. first scene was one of like my favorite scenes in the movie where he's meeting mark Wahlberg, and he's like they're talking about how much well yeah and he's asking about like oh how much do you bench oh yeah Uh, yeah. and he just kind of like goes up yeah anything he says he just the shirt he's wearing in that scene is like ridiculous it's like a guy on a snowboard oh yeah oh i wrote it down i can't remember what it is it's oh I don't know, I'll find it. But it is, it's great. He's just cool, and it's it's funny because he's young. Yeah. Everyone in this is young, so everyone looks like he's not fat in this. He's very skinny. Oh, he's very super in skinny. Shape. Yeah. yeah. He looks weird. like he's in decent shape. Yeah. But you could tell he's going to get fat. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, it, it, being an actor for so long, like, I feel like that kind of keeps you in shape. Unless someone was like, yo, I think you'd get more roles if you, like, you gained, a few, gained a few pounds. Like, Ooh, maybe. I don't know, like, if that was, like, <laughs> the well, actual case, but, like. Or if he was just like, fuck it, I'm John C. Riley. Yeah, because, like, when someone's in Hollywood, you don't. I don't see weight fluctuating so much unless you're, like, Jonah Hill or something. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, unless it's for a or role. Or it's Christian Bale. Or unless you, like, step out of the scene. Yeah. So the shirt was a motocross. Oh, nice. Which is why it was so interesting because no one ever addresses motocross, I feel like, ever. No. Let's get back to this weight thing because there are some actors who come in fat and just stay fat. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying, like, you don't see, like, yeah, I I think it's more of, like, a skinny person getting fat during their career in Hollywood. You're saying it doesn't happen? No, not, I don't see it too much. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not until they're, like, old. Yeah. Like, he yeah. he got fat I'm mid, trying to think, mid-life. like, Philip Seymour Hoffman. But he was always He was always kind of fat. 
watch it. He's <laughs> re- may he rest in peace. Um. So back to Bailey singing about how they're talking about benching. He was like, I bench like, uh, was it 300 or 200? 200. And then John C was like, I bench 350. He has, like, these noodly little arms. Yeah. There's, like, no way he benches 350. Let's just set it up for the listeners a little bit, too. Um, if you haven't seen it. I, this is, like, one of those... Uh, not a cult movie. It's, it's uh, a... Kind of. Like, very popular. Yeah. But, like, I, I feel like for the last couple of years, everybody's, like... Uh, like, you talk about Paul Thomas Anderson or, or like, movie Mark Wahlberg or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, have you seen Boogie Nights? Yeah. And, this is a and, classic. You know, for the last four years, I've been like, well, no, I fucking haven't seen Boogie Nights. <laughs> but I finally seen it. And, I've and it's, seen it. it's straight up, it's just about 1970s, like, porn industry. Yeah. Specifically under one porn director played by Burt Reynolds. Uh-huh. Um, who I think I've heard in interviews with PTA or, or, like, people that he was kind of a monster on this set. Mm. And he, he's, he, like, very hard to work with. Well... I was reading um, that, like, while the movie was being promoted or so, he, like, while it was being, like, promoted, he wouldn't go on, like, promotional tours. Like, he hated the movie. Like, at the end, like, he didn't want to, like, be, like, have his name attached to it or or something. Like, he hated it. And then little did he know, like... Yeah. Jokes um, on him. Jokes on him. The movie, like, came out. It was, like, nominated for all these awards and stuff. Yeah, it's, like, it's literally a... Like a modern classic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the cast is incredible, and so so a lot of the character actors, actors, a lot of the actors are the porn stars. So John C. Riley is a porn star. Film yeah. friend Julianne Moore. Film friend Julianne Moore. We have Don Cheadle, another porn star. We have Heather Graham, who Roller has Girl. the best name, yeah. just called Roller Girl, and she literally wears. Roller skates, roller the, skates entire the entire it's time. There's so not so awesome. Even she's in her so sex cool. scene, she's wearing roller skates. Yeah. It's well, great. Well, she's known as Roller Girl for everyone. It's yeah. crazy. I, I love, love that little, like I don't even Me know too. what you would call that, but I, that detail. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Um, you have Mark Wahlberg, who plays Dirk Diggler, who becomes like the star, like the biggest porn star mm-hmm. in the industry. He has like a ten-foot penis. Yeah, his uh, well. Spoiler alert. No, spoiler that's they alert. talk about that the well, whole yeah, time. Well, but, yeah, but I mean, spoiler alert, not spoiler alert, he has a 10-foot penis. Um, <laughs> uh, do we do we try to guess his penis description? Um, um, although you do get a reveal yeah. at the end of the movie, which... I didn't like. I didn't like either. Oh, I like that. Do you? <laughs> no, I just thought it was like... I don't know. They like tease it the whole movie well, and that- they're... That's why I wish they didn't show it. It's well, a I weird. Like it. It's a weird note to end the movie on. It's definitely like a. I think I don't know. I think it's kind of fitting, and it's also kind of kind of like gets people talking. Like, yo, you see something at the end, and like, yeah, it's like people sh- will go see it and be like, oh, the shocker. Is that yeah. his? Is that his? His real? M Night twist. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want you guys to come at me. Not PTA. It's just Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> M Night oh. Twist. Um, um, I also like honorary film friend William H Macy. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> Louis. Uh, Louise. <laughs> Good old Louise. 
<laughs> William H. Macy's character was. Yeah, I was going to say Luis is the elephant in the room, but yeah. you beat me to it. Um, Luis Guzman. Of course, Luis is back <laughs> at it again. <laughs> He's wearing a snazzy ass suit, too. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. He gets a lot movie. of. Uh, he gets a lot of time in this movie. He does. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot of time. I yeah, love PTA, him and PTA are just. Yeah. They get down. And it's cr- like the whole cast for. What year did it come out? 97. Still, like, all very relevant oh, yeah. today. Like, the cast is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, everyone acts like oh, this is going to be really hot. This is a real hot take. Uh-oh. I know, this is really sour. Oh, uh, that drink is so sour. It's really sour. Jordan bought me the lemon San Pellegrino, and it's, like, the most sour thing I've ever drank, and I'm so thirsty. My lips are, like, going crazy. Anyway, hot take. Mark Wahlberg's not that hot. He's a hot bod, but his face is, like, whatever. He's hot. Like, you can not, like... It, there's so much he's that I feel like type. comes with Mark Wahlberg where, like, he's got <laughs> he's got a lot of baggage, I guess. Like, But if you just saw that person and had no idea who he was and you saw his body... No, I mean, if, he's, if, if you like, just let me saw his... If I didn't see his head... <laughs> <laughs> so imagine he, he's walking down the street. Naked. Clothes are off, but, and you can't see his head. Yeah, Well, sure. he's, like, undeniably hot for one he was a model like he like he's just not my that type. means you're hot right <laughs> if you're I mean, a model yeah. calvin he's klein model underwear model he's just not my type so i'm kind of right there with you usually i don't like who you like <laughs> um but you like who i dislike but i like who you dislike and you know I, mark Wahlberg is up there with ed helms for me <laughs> yo i'm a you're a Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg guy. You are, Mark you are a Wahlberg. Wahlberg. I'm I was a big on '90s, early, like late '90s, early 2000s. Mark Wahlberg. So like this. This like fear. Three Kings. Fears fear. early, early. Yeah, I actually, mean, Fear might be around. It's this. before the, it was like yeah. a year before this. Yeah, uh, Basketball so, Diaries. Like he has so much confidence though. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Basketball Diaries was his first yeah. role. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I like a nice young Mark Wahlberg. Yo, I'm okay. Before we started to do like every movie just does with based Peter Ber- story. With, by Peter <laughs> yeah. Berg, yeah. and they're all like based on true story, they're like action like, movie. Yeah, just said, which, like phoning it in. Yeah, I'm I'm out on him now until he does more like dramatic stuff again. I could I agree with that. Like he was actually really good at yeah. this. I'm down with early Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I, I think I, I lame. He got played out for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I um, agree. Once, once he Daddy's did home. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's home. So this movie does a lot of things that I thought was really interesting. It did a lot of like, even though this movie was really long, mm-hmm. it did a lot of things over and over again, like a lot of quick routine shots of like yeah. making a drink or getting home, uh, but also did a lot of pans of people's houses and like yeah. the way they looked on the inside, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. It did a lot of like long shots too, yeah. where like, like not cutting or just like, yeah filming for a while like going throughout like the party which is yeah. like cool to do and like cool to think about like these people have to be like on in the other mm-hmm. side of the room because the camera's gonna get there like eventually exactly some people might call pta a master i don't know uh huh or the master did we say Ooh. william h macy's in this yeah we yeah did. i did he's poor the, he little the bill Yo, little bill that part was funny though that he was just like oh my wife does this 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 and then it got real sad real fast yeah it got real 
It got real, real. Was that the turning point of the movie? Yeah. I think that's that's the beginning of... of the so basically what happens in this movie is you meet all these people that kind of hang out and they, they work for this director, Burt Reynolds. You see the rise of Mark Wahlberg, but as he rises, kind of everyone else yeah. rises a little bit. And they, they win awards. Hard. They're winning awards every year. They party hard. Um, and then, then there's like a couple moments that happen that start. You start to see a downfall. Um, one of them is William H Macy. Uh, the thing is, like, <laughs> every party they have. I guess he married one of the porn stars. Uh-huh. And every party they have, she's just having sex with. She someone. literally had sex with someone in a driveway. Like display <laughs> sex yeah. just yeah. in front of everybody, and he's like a real depressed character and obviously his wife's just having sex without and he's like the person that writes all the dialogue for the porns Mm -hmm. yeah he he like writes the the stories for the porn um he ends up like killing himself at a party he kills her oh yeah Yeah. that's right it gets real yeah you're right it gets real because it's it's not a dark movie no it's like kind of a serious movie but there's a it's it has its moments that are and it's not outright comp comedy no not it's at just, all it's um, definitely a drama it's maybe it's like punch drunk love a little yeah. bit like it's a dramedy it's, it's, a, a dr- it's a pta it's a pta <laughs> um but then that happens um philip seymour hoffman who essentially plays a best boy in this movie <laughs> um he like expresses love for mark Wahlberg and tries to kiss him and that starts to turn sour things like start to turn sour and I think I think one of the turning points was when I don't know if Mark Wahlberg um, did drugs before this point, but the, when he starts to do cocaine with mm-hmm. Julianne Moore, she like forces she him. like kind of he downward spiraled after mm-hmm. that yeah, into like right. drugs. And that's like, actually a really mm-hmm. good point. And and then eventually him and Burt Reynolds have a falling out. And that just dismantles that whole well, good thing that's going on. They have on. a falling out because he's starting to feel like he's getting old for the industry. And they're bringing in all these new kids that are younger and mm-hmm. better. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, the, I was the big thing. I was the young, hot guy. And now he's feeling like he's um, having to fight for his notoriety. Yeah. In reality, though, like Mark Wahlberg's character is like 23 years old at that point. Yeah. He's like a baby. Which is crazy. Wild. Yeah. Um, also all the money that's like I guess now in the porn industry it's like there's a crazy amount of yeah. money because of the internet but, but it seems like back then there was too but it's also I think it seems different now I feel like in the porn industry today I feel like the porn stars don't get as all the, like that much money where I feel like the directors probably get more and the sites probably get well, more well yeah that's true I think maybe that I don't time, know I don't know about the porn stars but like the the sites and stuff like so we i feel were, like there's a ton of money we were there. talking about this where it's like i think in the 70s you were like people knew porn stars like yeah. people mm-hmm. knew like a, everyone knew like the names of the porn stars yeah but nowadays i think there's like a ton of porn stars there's so many now that like it's mm-hmm. just like everyone kind of does it and it's just like i think the porn industries make all the money not really as much the porn stars where then i think it was kind of like equally divided yeah um well so i mean now like yeah, I mean, if you're a big porn star, you're definitely making oh, millions yeah. of dollars. Like yeah. you go on like tours, yeah. to yeah. strip clubs, like all over. But it's not like States. what I think like, it used to be. Yeah, you just yeah. make money showing up somewhere, yeah, yeah, exactly. like appearances and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you're just like celebrities. What? 
how did you feel about uh, Julianne Moore's like relationship yeah. with Mark Wahlberg? Real like, weird. what were it was what like a mother son thing it? at one point, but then there was like a well, his first sex scene is with her. Yeah, but like it, it, she always kind of felt like I don't know. She's like a veteran in like the industry. It seemed like, and she was like she's also like, like a, dating Burt Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. I, it was weird. I mean, I got she like also, a mother vibe, but he was also like. But she was also like in love with him. I got yeah. mother right away because. Did she lose her daughter oh. or something? So she had a she has a son. Yeah. And when she divorced her husband, he took all custody right. rights because that's it. she oh, was that's in a, a small storyline yeah. in this too. Yeah. Because she was seen as an unfit mother. Yeah. You're right. There's a, this. His movies are so long that there are like so many storylines. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she was filling the void with Mark Wahlberg at the same time, having sex with him. Yeah, it was definitely a weird vibe. It was a weird. Vibe. And she mm-hmm. fucked him up by giving him the cocaine. She made yeah. him do it too. Yeah. yeah. She like forced him into it. It's just their whole thing was very strange. Yeah. Like, cause like. His first like shot porn scene is with her, mm-hmm. and he ends up doing a ton of those with her. So they're having like a ton of sex, yet they're also like this weird mother son mm-hmm. relationship. So it's like this really fucked up feeling between the two of them. Yeah. And he also had a pretty tumultuous relationship with, with his, his mom. mom. Yeah. Um, which that when they are that argument scene is Hard. intense. Uh-huh. Um, his mom's like a shithead to him though. Yeah. He's just a young boy. Like she comes at him for being lazy and, and like, she's afraid of, <sighs> she has like this, like, I think this is big in that time period of like neighborhood reputation Yeah. of like, you make me look bad to my family, my neighbors, because you were sleeping around, you're working at this club. You didn't finish high school. Being a little, he was being a young kid. But like, he also um, dropped out of high school yeah. pretty much to like do this. And so she was like not supportive. So like um, porn at this time was just shown on film in theaters. theaters. Porn theaters. Would yeah. it just it just seems odd to me that like I mean now porn is so like an independent thing well and like and before everyone would just have to it was just shown in a theater and everyone would just like watch it and just Mm -hmm. and i think they jerk off (laughs) i think they did a good job of that because they made a point to like show that their names were on a billboard yeah exactly so like that's like a big theater it's not like an individual like exactly weird theater in like an adult world and then they show a different scene like later down the line of just like a warehouse full of vhs's yeah so like the transition between like having to go to the theater and then getting the vhs i liked that that is a good point what were those theaters like disgusting yeah like would would it just be like would there would be probably be one a rule where like you can't sit directly next to someone like it, it would probably like just be really weird yeah. i'll have to ask my dad do you <laughs> <laughs> do you go is a couple questions so many questions yeah are there is there a concession stand and do you get popcorn do like, you get lube at the concession stand <laughs> or do you stick your penis into the popcorn oh I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess we'll know. ask Bailey's dad. Yeah, we can yeah, ask uh, Pee Wee. No, <laughs> don't say that. We literally could. <laughs> I mean, we could. We first could of all, him. Paul Rubens. Yeah. Um, Wait, do the roots? You guys want to come on? <laughs> oh no, no, they're still good. Um, <laughs> another uh, question. Like, it's weird to see. I mean, I guess like it's back then. I feel like it. 
guys were more popular in the porn scene where like now i mean like uh oh what the fuck dude the dude with the big penis yeah ron Ron jeremy is huge i guess because of his penis and whatnot i saw him oh really yeah we rode the same rode the same airplane flew (laughs) did you get his autograph no but yeah and then you have like yo is dirk diggler based on ron jeremy I think it's the untold story of Ron Jeremy. Well, Ron Jeremy is very hard but on like, the eyes. But, like, do girls have, like, guy porn stars that they're super into? Like, it, it was he big t- for, like, Ladies. normal, like, girls? Because it's always guys. guys going to see porn movies, and it's weird to have, like, a guy be so famous. Uh, do you know what right, I mean? Right. But Especially I think- in that time where, like, girls wouldn't go see no, porn it movies. Was like, it was like taboo for women to so see So it would porn. be like an infatuation with the guy so in I the movie. So I think part of that is also like with porn, a lot of it is like the men like to see themselves as the man. So wouldn't you want someone who is like the best? Right? Like a lot of times it's like a fantasy, right? You make pretend you're the man in that scenario. I wouldn't want to be Mark yeah. Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But like, I don't know, just porn is not really about, like, the... I feel like for most guys, it's not usually about, like, the guy in it. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's never usually, like, mm-hmm. oh, I like his work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one, so, no one watches porn to, like, appreciate the was work. Was Dirk Diggler, <laughs> was he popular with, like, the people watching porn, or was he just popular in the porn community? Like, he, did everyone want to work with him? Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like... They didn't really talk about any other industry, but the one that they were like the company, but the one they were in. Yeah. But they also did that weird thing where they had like a running story where they were like cowboys or something. Like they were like. They made like a series. They were yeah. like uh, working like on an series, action which series, yeah. which is very funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one thing this this shows is that we are porn experts, yeah. though, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I know we so have much about. We porn. have all the answers for sure. Um, I do want to say I love the names in this movie. And also, particularly the names, some of the names they use in their movies, like uh, John C. Riley uses Chest Rockwell for his. Mm. Um, Dirk Diggler is like a crazy name, yeah. yeah. And it like comes to him in in a yeah, way a like premonition, in a vision, pretty yeah. much. But I like that because like Dirk Diggler really much fits like the seventies, mm-hmm. yeah. and then when he makes his comeback, it's the eighties, and he changes changes it to Brock Landers, which is like much more fitting for the 80s mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. i don't know they do a good job with that as well and julianne moore's is amber waves john c Riley's actual name is reed rothschild mm-hmm. roll you have roller girl you have uh buck swope is don Cheadle. i like really don, Cheadle, it. don Cheadle's like country yeah vibe that he had and at one point too. he questions it he's like yeah. you know should i get a new look but he looks so cool yeah he does he i think like you said, Bailey, everyone's side story is really cool. And yeah. Like John C. Riley's dream is to actually be like a magician. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Like stuff like that were very like fun. It's yeah. kind of a commonality for I wrote our, that down. our mm-hmm. other movie. I but we'll get down. there. Well, we will get there. I also liked his um, outfit in those series. Yeah. Where he was wearing the sh- no v- shirt under the vest and he would swing around nunchucks. <laughs> it was a very, very cool look. And then don't forget about the character, the Colonel, who played a weird... He was, like, the financier mm-hmm. for all oh, these movies. Yeah. Ew, that was and a weird thing. And it was a weird turn. He then turns 
or I mean, he was he's a pedophile. Yeah. And he gets put in jail, and that's kind of a weird aspect to it. See, I this is why I like PTA though. It's kind of like some a lot of my favorite books. There's one through line, but there's like a ton, but a I feel ton like of little yeah. tiny stories. A lot of movies get shit for doing that too, for leaving yeah. too much in. I do. I that is like. I do like that in this mm-hmm. movie, how there is like weird things that go on with mm-hmm. every like other character. And then like that firecracker scene when they go oh, to sell uh, drugs. James. Yeah. Which I didn't understand what Thomas Jane's character, where he so, came. So was he just like, once they started star? doing drugs? No, so what happened was around? he was at a party for the very first party and with the, like, the Tiki Hut. And um, John C. Riley says, I want you to meet my friend. Uh, it's like right before that, Paul or um, Philip Seymour Hoffman shows him the car. He's like, mm. "This is my friend. He wants to be in the industry. He works at like the club right. down the street." Was, yeah. mm-hmm. And he was like in that scene, but he it makes sense that he was one that was doing drugs because he never fully made it in yeah. that scene. He was just kind of like on the cusp and trying to get by in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the firecracker scene's pretty crazy. It is. It's insane. Um, Maybe really definitely uneasy. Like, I feel like that's one of the most popular scenes in the movie. Is it? I think so. Really? It's very like Tarantino. It is. Yeah. And another this movie actually there was a lot it of like Tarantino. It is a little Tarantino vibe. Um, another one was the donut shop scene where mm. Don Cheadle's yeah. grabbing a donut. That is pretty Tarantino. And that that's is. Tarantino as well. Um, There's a lot of that in it for sure. But I would definitely suggest. I don't know what, why I didn't watch this movie for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It's definitely not my favorite PTA. Mm-hmm. That it may be at the bottom. Yo, be it may. I don't love PTA, but out of the PTAs, it might be my top PTA. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Though. Yeah, I feel like at this table, I like PTA the most, and I the things I like, you guys like the least about it. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like I avoided this for so long because of the subject matter. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like didn't care. <laughs> yeah. About yeah. I have like no feelings towards porn and porn industry. It's mm-hmm. just like something that's like part of life that I just don't care about. I understand yeah. like what's purpose, but it's also I'm not like oh that's cool. Yeah. And like that's just it is what it is. To I me. also I you know how like in movies when people review them or critique them they're like well it was just a backdrop like it wasn't really the yeah main. but it was it's not. not not like it's porn is the thing in this yeah. movie right and that's like my favorites probably that I've seen so far is there will be blood and that's because I like that western drop back mm-hmm. like I I'm interested in like the western culture so mm-hmm. that one makes more sense why it'd be my favorite because I'm really interested in that like era and time period. I haven't seen Magnolia, but I think Magnolia is my favorite one. <laughs> because Tom Cruise. Because of Tom Cruise, but also because... Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. But I like the movies that have like the big ensemble cast, and it's easier... Yeah, they're fun. ...to watch like a bunch of different people. I don't know. I would say all of his movies have an ensemble cast, but that it's really not there true. There will be like, blood. There will be blood. Yeah. Phantom Same Thread. Thread doesn't. Not yeah. really yeah. at all. Um, this movie, though, was... An inspiration for another movie that we've reviewed on the podcast. Yeah, can you guess what it is, dude? I don't know what movies. we've ever reviewed. Yeah, I, this yeah. one was your choice. It was a little movie called Bucky Larson. Oh shit! Yeah, mm-hmm. big inspir- inspo. It, it's pretty much like a parody of yeah. this movie. 
Which goes to show, like, how influential this movie is. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what else is interesting? So, Thomas Jane's in this. Yeah. I know we don't talk about TV, but he did a TV show about being... uh, Hung? What? Hung? Yeah, hung. Yeah. Yeah. They said, huh? (laughs) (laughs) They said, huh? Huh? (laughs) Nah, hung? Yeah, hung. Yeah, about being, like, a prostitute. What uh, what do you guys think the tagline is for this movie? Fuck Couldn't it. tell you. Do you know? Well, there's three of them. <laughs> uh, and you're not going to guess. What's on the DVD cover? Everyone has one special thing. Oh, uh, he says that in the movie. There's also another one here. In 1997, or in 1977, sex was safe, pleasure was a business, and business was booming. That's an interesting one. The way it ends, I don't, I don't go for. And then the third one is the life of a dreamer, the days of a business, and the nights in between. All right, the first one's the best one. Yeah, everyone has one special. Yeah. Thing. One thing I want to add before we wrap it up about we already talked about William H Macy. Mm-hmm. Well, I like at the end they did a classic like "Where Are They Now" montage. And one of the very last things that they show is a portrait of William H. Macy, like in a hallway of the studio where they do stuff. And I thought that was kind of cool. Can I do a hot seat question for you guys? Yeah. No. If you were a porn star, what what would your porn star name be? Glitter boobs. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Uh. Uh. That one got me. I don't know why. I just like that you had it ready because i i had this theory in college that my boobs shot out gold glitter <laughs> and i really wanted it to happen wait you had a, thi- a theory yeah why <laughs> wait it so like you thought happening? like <laughs> a theory that maybe it would happen oh interesting yeah um i would just <laughs> my first name would definitely be guy yeah <laughs> oh you're such, <laughs> yeah, a guy. You are such a guy but i don't i can't you really sprung this on me. I'll I'll have to get back to you with the last name. Or it might just be Guy. Oh, I was just I one name. Was just Guy. Yeah. Is it the French like Guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Guy. Like uh, a nice Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. Yo, uh, he might be a future film friend. I like Guy Pierce. He might be. Uh, but before we get to Guy Pierce, well, yo, do you want to give your name? What the fuck? No, yeah. I just ask ask the questions. Uh, I don't give the answer. No, okay. I, that always works in hot seat. We answer our own questions mm-hmm. sometimes. It, what was it? It's your pet, Porn name. your pet's name and the street you grew up on. So, <laughs> Sparky Wood Glen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Would be>, <laughs> I like uh, that. Mine Would for a while was Frodo Twining. <laughs> it's what so was weird. Yours? Oh, it was a Rosie. <laughs> Rosie. Um, circle Drive. So <laughs> Rosie Circle. <laughs> yeah, be a great. Honestly, Rosie Circle band. is great. Uh, Rosie Circle is a kind of a cool band name. Um, okay, so what 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 uh what's your initial rating and what what would you rate it now after we hashed it out? Um, seven point four. Solid. Um, so I gave this a higher rating because of just I think because of the appreciation mm-hmm. of this movie, like how it was made. Originally gave it an eight, but I want to drop it down to a seven point seven. What's causing you to drop it down? Because the more I sat on it, the more I didn't love it. But I, like I appreciate his filmmaking and his style and his mm-hmm. construction. But like as a whole, I'm like, eh. It, the more I thought, sometimes when you think about a movie more during the week, you like go to grow to love it more. Mm-hmm. But I kind of grew to love it less. Mm, interesting. 
I gave it initially a 7.2. It might be a little high for me, but I'll, I'll keep it there. There's nothing dropping it down for me. Interesting. Really. Maybe more Louis Guzman. It's know. interesting that you're like the big PTA guy and gave it the lowest rating. Yeah. Yeah, this is, like I said, this is my least favorite PTA so far that I've seen. Because it made his career, but go ahead. But What's next? Didn't, make, didn't make me. <laughs> um, cool. So we are in between movies. How are we doing? We're doing. This drink's really sour. Yeah, can I try it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like so, so sour. sour. Come on, guys. It tastes like a lemon head. Oh, yep, he it's ate sour, the sour yeah. face. Is this how they all taste? No. Yeah, Why did they what? put too much lemon in it? I think Jordan wanted to poison me. Oh, 16% lemon juice is pretty high, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's wild. It's like sour as hell. But then it makes me feel really, really, really hot. Cue the music. That is weird. That's so weird. You're not going to cut this out, though, right? No, he just likes to leave the brakes in. Yeah, I like that. Paul and Joey. I can't believe he did that. Yeah, they didn't like it. Oh, we didn't talk about the Twitter poll. Uh, we can talk about it right after we get hot. Yeah, we're so hot. We have a candle. George should use the candle as a segue. It's too late. No way, dude. Yo, it's not very long, so. Jordan's yelling from the bathroom that we have to start, but I don't think we want to. He's yelling at us that we have to. Do we have to listen to him? Um. Are, uh, um, are we back? Yeah, we're back. Jordan <laughs> just flushed the toilet. We're back. Um. So John C. Riley's dating history is pretty extensive. Um. There's only one person. Her name is Allison Dickey, and they've been married since 1992. Aw. Now, question. Is yeah. Allison Dickey in the biz? Um, let me see. She's a film-slash-TV producer. Are we familiar with any of her work? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I, I, dude, I didn't go that far. Hold on, let me. What I am. Your I am deep here. Allison uh, Dickey. Our files aren't too uh, extensive on John C. Riley. No, they're definitely not. She's <laughs> been a producer on seven movies. One of them being The Sisters Brothers. <gasps> oh. Well, if you read the sisters, the sisters, the sisters. If you read read the Sisters Brothers in the back, he's like acknowledged in a thank you. She was the assistant to. Well, because it means they, she might have wanted to be. Involved. Sean Penn in two movies. That's how she got her start. Yeah, in 1988, she was the assistant to Mr. Penn, and then in 1989, in another movie, she was the assistant to Sean Penn. Hot seat question for you guys: If you can be an assistant to any actor or actress, 
Who would it be? Um, now I think this isn't necessarily you go with like your favorite because they could be a straight that's up why dick it's to you. Like I have no idea. I want to pick someone fun and someone who seems chill. Can I choose gritty? Oh, you could. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I would pick Brad Pitt. I think it'd be interesting I feel like to he'd see. Be mean. I'd want to see because I don't have many feel. I think Brad Pitt's a great actor. He's just like okay to me. Like, like I, I like him. I don't love him. I don't dislike him. But I'm interested in the way he is, the way he interacts with people. I'd want to see if he's a dick or if he's cool. I have a feeling he's like super smart, and I don't know. I, I just would I, like to be around him. I feel like I'd like to do Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He just seems so nice and fun. I might do a different Brad. Um, Brad Cooper. Oh. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. Uh, we could bond over the Eagles. Yeah. All things Philadelphia. So nice. Actually, so nice. I take back my answer. I'll be an assistant to M Night. Oh, <laughs> oh, fair. We could bond over the Village, the Sixers, Philadelphia in general. So good. Um, speaking of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. We had a Twitter poll, probably our most successful Twitter poll. It was our getting most hot. Popular it was getting. Sure. I mean, it's hot right now. We might as well mm-hmm. keep it hot. So, Kate, you want to go over the results? So we asked the people, "Who's America's sweetheart? Dwayne the Rock Johnson or Paul Rudd?" It came out thirty-nine Dwayne the Rock Johnson and sixty-one to Paul Rudd. So Paul Rudd like really won out at the end. Yeah. At one point, it was tied. It was and close. I was like. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yes. It would be so cool if it ended in a tie. It would be really cool. But Because then they could have both held the title. Yeah. yeah, the people truly have spoken. <laughs> well, we did get a comment that said that um, they were upset that Tom Hanks wasn't on this list. But then um, someone, well, it was former guest Tyler Smith. And then Mike Paulshock said that he's America's dad or America's uncle. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Tom Hanks is definitely America's dad. And we said America's yeah. dad. Um, America's uncle is like... John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. John Stamos. Yo, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if if Gritty took his head off. It was John C. Riley underneath. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be sick. It would be the best day of my life. We uh, were just... Joy and I were just talking about who's under the Gritty suit. Yeah. John C. Riley didn't come up. No... We don't want to see who's under the gritties. Yeah, there's a there. You can actually see who's underneath of it if in this uh, one Conan episode recently. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. You should check it out. It's funny. I'll check it out. Yeah, still a fan of Conan. Yeah, love Conan. Yeah, I've always been. uh, He always got the short end of the stick. You know, is that Uh, a saying? But did he? (laughs) Did he though? Well, he got the shaft. Everyone knows who he is though. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I don't get that. Like, he still has so much notoriety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did oh. kind of get screwed a little bit there when... Fucking when, Leno. Yeah, Yo, fuck Leno. Leno. That was during the writer's strike, too, right? So it was, like, a big deal. Usually yeah. I would stop you from, like, coming out with hot opinions. I'll let this one go. <laughs> I'm, uh, yo, you know who has a great late uh, talk show? Norm MacDonald. Uh, I watched. Netflix. Did you watch the M Night one? Yeah. Yo, Norm MacDonald ha- prepares very little for anything, and there's no, like, 
script or whatever. It just he just he prepares. He goes off the cuff. He prepares less than we do. Yeah, and it's like really funny. Yeah, because like it, it's just like very awkward a lot of the time. He times also too. just like doesn't really like. I only watched the M Night one, yeah. and he just he barely knew what M M Night yeah. did. He just like. Yeah, it's fun. I like the show. It's yeah. funny though. It was weird. It was definitely weird. Yeah, I don't. I They're like all kind of weird. Like I guys, like Norm Macdonald, but I can only take a little bit of. Yeah. We don't talk about TV. Mm. Oh yeah, are we talking Shit. about TV? Shit, I forgot. Sorry, sorry. Uh, cool. So should we um, move on, or should we find out <laughs> what's your height, what's your weight? Very good. So this week we're doing height, weight, shoe, birthday, sign, and penis. So Bailey said that he's 6 feet 2 inches, 220 pounds, (laughs) size 12 feet, Capricorn, (laughs) and hairy penis. He's got a hairy penis. We'll talk after my end. Jordan said that he's 6'2", 195 pounds, shoe 10.5. Penis fat and curly like his head. Uh, birthday four twenty nineteen sixty nine and a Taurus. So you both guess the same height. Shocker, he's six one and a half. Every site said that too. Well, he just he made sure the people. Uh, know he called it. every site. So the weight's kind of like under dispute. Yeah. Because there was one website that said he was one eighty to one eighty five. But then there was another one that said that he was 209 pounds. He's so, fat. Yo, he is fat. There's no way. He's lying about his weight. Yeah, if he's think? telling people that's his weight, he's a fucking liar. Have you ever and seen Step Brothers? Also, the fact that like he called up all these sites and said, <laughs> I'm six one and a half. Get it right. But then there's a discrepancy on his weight. Tells me that he's... All right, guys. A- don't come at him. <laughs> He's a fat John. <laughs> he is shoe size 11, so in between both of you. Um, and he was born May 24th, 1965. So he's 53 and he's a Gemini. So no go on either of your birthdays. So good try. Shit. I do agree with the hairy penis. Uh, that's kind of what I was going with the curly. Yeah. Jordan just went the curly like his route. head. His head is curly. Well, fat and curly. He uh, has like a fat and curly head. I just picture like you, the penis is like a corkscrew when you say curly. Uh, yeah. That's why when I read yours, I was very shocked. <laughs> either way, either way. Um. So here's some other things about him. He was born in Chicago. His He's birth- so Chicago. His mm-hmm. um first film was Casualties of War. Yo, Sean Penn. Yeah. Where his his wife wife was oh, the special shit. was the assistant to Sean Penn. Yeah, and oh, that was it's so hot in here. <laughs> that was made in nineteen eighty nine, so I guess they met in nineteen eighty nine and married. Mm-hmm. On the year of my birth. Yeah. They didn't marry on the year of your birth, but wait. The year of my birth as well? Yeah. Not the year of <laughs> the mine. year of our birth. <laughs> um he practices transcendental meditation. Yeah, shout out Paul Shaw. And he um, described himself as mischievous as a child because he stole 500 boxes of sugar corn pops off from a freight train with his friends. What a, what a son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he loves to kayak. Boy, does he love to kayak. <laughs> um, he walked off the set of 
Manderley be- in 2005 because a donkey was killed on set. A doggy? Donkey. Oh. Oh, you don't care about the donkey. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, what baseball team is he a fan of? The Cubs. The White Sox. Correct. <sighs> There's one or the other. Yeah. Um, he's the fifth of six kids. Quiz us again. What band does he sometimes play drums for? Oh, um, Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, probably some like folky string band type. Um, uh, Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that both your answers? Coldplay? Um, he plays drums with Tenacious D under the name Sasquatch. Uh, oh, that's cool. He has like his own band though, like a grass, not bluegrass band. He just looks like a bluegrass band. He does. He is a bluegrass yeah. band. <laughs> that's it. He was very hard to find facts on. Hmm. Yeah, he's kind he's of. He's so low key. He's a private man. Yeah. He's a private eye. Yeah. He's also in like an Abbott and Costello movie coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in uh Ollie well, and no. something. He's in a uh, fucking Sherlock Holmes movie coming out. That yeah. too. Yeah, he's, he has a lot of stuff he's coming doing out. it all. That movie looks bad. Yeah. It does. Anything that he's doing with Will Ferrell in 2018 or 2019 is going to be bad. I agree. Yo, I don't know. You guys are going to come at me me saying comedy's dead and all that shit, but I don't know if I've expressed it on here. I expressed it on Tay's podcast. Will Ferrell is dead is dead also <laughs> the most overrated <laughs> he's dead i'll leave yo. it there will ferrell's dead <laughs> no but yeah he's uh you heard it here first yo honestly his earlier movies are good i think like with like uh i don't know like old school and like that era old school's great that era will ferrell elf i kind yeah. of popped off yesterday with kate uh Saying that out. Ron Burgundy is a dumb character in that movie. Oh, yo, I, I don't like. Don't Anchorman. love that movie he as was, well. He said, "I'm Mr. Burgundy," so I said, "Oh, Ron Burgundy," and then Jordan just went, "Ah." <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wearing like burgundy pants and a burgundy sweater. And he sweater. literally called himself Mr. Burgundy. Yeah, They're, come but, on, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you're asking for yeah. it. Um, he set it up to rant about how much he didn't like it, but I kind of think like. Will Ferrell's career is kind of similar to Adam Sandler's. We had this really good pocket of movies, and yeah. then it just kept going too much, and now it's just, like, not good. I think Will Ferrell's still trying, though, where Adam Sandler is given, like... I think he tried he at one point, though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think, uh... We should ask him. Yeah, I'm not, a. Uh, do you think we'll ever do Will Ferrell on this? Yeah, probably. I'm sure one of our guests yo, will bring pro- it to Yo, the honestly, table. in year... 2021... I think Will Ferrell might come up. Yeah. No, no, well, he will come up in the year. Yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> maybe nice. we'll maybe he'll come on. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be so not relevant enough so to desperate. be able to yeah. come. Or we'll be so big by that time. <laughs> or both. We'll just be in the middle. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, let's move on to the shitty movie. Or the or What? Not, what the masterpiece? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. I well the worst rated movie. There you go. Of John C. Riley's filmography, and that is the 2009 <laughs> masterpiece, 
Cirque du Freak, the vampire's assistant. Love a good so, name with a colon in it. So, do you guys not know of the book series? Jordan told me after we watched the movie. Yo, I didn't know of it until I looked on IMDb. Being like uh, book people slash both used to work at Barnes and Noble. As best friends. Wouldn't you have came across this book? I stayed I, out of the teen romance um, I section. I too. I was not into I <laughs> Or never, like YA. Yeah. yeah Fuck I YA. S- <laughs> I stocked a lot of books in that store and I never really stocked YA because it was like the most sought after cart yeah. in the building. Yeah. Like, also, people love to stock the YA We're cart. coming out YA really hard. I don't even know if this is a YA. Uh, like, I don't know. But like but children's, also the children's department had their own carts and yeah. it was taken care of by their team lead. Yeah, I don't know. Really, know what you're talking about, right? Young now, adult, but young adult. No, I know, I know YA, but like, um, this this series has like eleven books, books or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, it's obviously. I mean, I don't know. I guess you can. But the car- the author's name is Darren Shan, and I've never heard of really. that. I mean, they made a movie off the book, so yeah. Got How did like, that go? Yo. I'm looking forward for the sequel. Yes. They honestly, they set it up perfectly for a sequel. They re- I mean, they... They, they really ha- set yeah, it up, they, like, hard. Take it away, Bailey. Uh, yeah, um, give the people what they want. So it's a classic tale of a boy... What? <laughs> let me finish. Okay, this is 100% not a classic tale. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> of a boy... Um. Who becomes a vampire. (laughs) And he has a best friend who also becomes a vampire. And they feud. They feud. And they really leave you hanging at the end. You're not even going to mention Cirque du Freak. It's like the main Um, part of the movie. Yeah, and he joins a circus with a bunch of freaks. Uh, Cirque du Freak. Yeah, my least favorite synopsis so far. I liked where it began. Um, well, yo, I'm going to tell you like it is. <laughs> I have some beef all right off the bat with this movie. So there is a movie that is beloved to my heart called The Little Vampire. And they keep calling the boy in this The Little Vampire. And I hate it because this is does not hold a candle to The Little Vampire. With our former or our film friend. Yep. Jonathan Lipnicki. Yes. The Lipnick. The Lipnick. <laughs> the Lipnick. And this kid was no little vampire yo i'm upset that this movie wasn't good yo i'm upset that it didn't do well yeah <laughs> same, i would have kept it the thing. same but i just hope it i wish it would have made a lot of money and a sequel i would have recasted the lead no. boy no oh i agree completely nah, they could have gotten a bigger if they would have gotten a bigger name this movie would have made more that money. lead boy is he the delivered reason why every line like oh no i'm a vampire i have to go save my friend now he wasn't very charismatic no, no. Was josh awful. hutcherson was yeah. good yeah he was cool and you see why he went on to do the hunger games yes yeah. sir but this kid's like the lead singer was, was, was <laughs> the, this post first hunger games or it was pre pre 2009. Ooh, pre. I don't know. 2009 don't know. seems like really? Hunger Games. But he looked really young in it still. Let's, let's fucking fact check it. Go to the it. boards, Kate. Uh, um, what's his name? Josh Ryan Hutchinson? Josh Hutcherson. Um, while Kate's looking it up, I'll 
There he is. Do you want to give a real synopsis? <laughs> he is... 2012 Hunger Games came out. Um, so this was three years before that. Yeah, they saw his talent in this movie. Because I was actually thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, he wasn't bad in this yeah. movie. So here's my thing about this movie. It's interesting. I like this story. I actually... I hate the lead character. Yeah. I hate the boy. And I think they tried to do a lot... Or either time. a lot got cut out um, yeah. because they like introduce some things and they never go back to it. Yep. Like, or they just don't develop the character. That's yeah. the really problem well. is the development. I was saying this to Joy and we watched it because we're best friends. And there was a part, there's a lot of parts where they're like, hey, there's two options. You can take the antidote and become a vampire or you could do this. And he's like, well, okay. There's like no debate over any like exposition or plot points. It's always just like decided immediately. I wonder how much could have been in the sequel that would have made the first one better. Better, almost. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to know about the hard cats. But I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. They didn't really set up like the rivalry as much as I no. needed exactly. it to be set up. So that's what I want to set up for the listeners. If you've never seen this, which you probably have, you should. Like this one, streaming. Definitely, it is. is stream- it? It's streaming on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I bought it. Yo, and then you when you needed to buy when it, you though. finish yeah. it, they suggest Hemlock Grove, and that's like yeah. pretty good suggestion after mm-hmm. watching this. But um, essentially, these two kids stumble into like uh, they don't stumble into anything. They yeah they they have put a themselves. tiff outside of school about being fake best friends, and they somehow bring up the fact that they each own a book, one about vampires and one about spiders, and then a pamphlet about Cirque du Freak just rolls past yeah. them. Everything well, the homeboy is, dropped it off. The homeboy did drop it <laughs> off, uh, Mr. Tiny. But, like, yeah, a lot of things are, what is that, circumstantial, but, like... Far too. Uh, yeah, way too, like, mm-hmm. just being in the right place at the right time. Um, There's one thing I did like, though. The opening scene, about how he was just, like, it, narrating from inside a coffin playing Game Boy. Oh, yeah, I like that opening mm-hmm. scene as well. So, basically, these two kids get a flyer to go to the Cirque du Freak. Um, when they get there, essentially, their two interests, like, combine. They realize John C. Riley, who plays Larton Krepsley, who Great is name. who's a vampire, but he's, like, posing as this, like magician in a freak circus essentially because he said um, he's put that past behind him and uh but these two kids there kind of figure out oh he's a vampire um there's also a spider involved in the show and the lead character is like obsessed with spiders and wants to steal it he becomes enamored with it it's um, gross. so basically they put themselves in with these freaks who are currently like in a war the john c Riley is a certain type of vampire that doesn't kill people he just like drains their blood john c Riley is a vampire the ones that eat people are the vampanese they're called the vampanese <sighs> i they're currently like a war is reignited and starting again and they these two boys basically walk into it as that's starting i'm assuming this series I don't know if it came out before or after like the True Blood books, but I feel like it's like oh, it's almost like yeah, exactly. It's like true. playing Yo, off of True, true blood, blood a lot. It is because there are like 
good vampires and it's bad like vampires. True Blood mixed with Harry Potter a little bit. Yeah, um, mixed with the Hunger Games. <laughs> well, that's why I was thinking when we were watching this with what's his name, Josh Hud Hudson. Hutcherson. Hutcherson. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this kid showed this film in his reel, and they were like, oh, he's kind of got the genre down. Mm-hmm. Just like he was pretty good in it. Let's throw him in here. Yeah. Um. Did you like the freaks? Oh, I love. Let's the talk freaks. about the freaks. Let's address the elephant in the room. Patrick Fugget <laughs> is in this. <laughs> <laughs> love Pat. He kill. I think he kills it in his role. Yeah, I he's great. Him. He's like charismatic. Like mm-hmm. you like him. Like childhood crush of mine. Orlando Jones. Orlando, Orlando Jones, Jones is great. Jane, what's her Krakowski? Is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, they didn't go into the freaks oh. as much, and that's like Salma yeah. Hayek. Oh, Salma, Salma Hayek. Yo, I feel like the second one kind of would have dove into their backstories yeah, oh, a little sure. more. I wanted to know more about the freaks, the 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 man with two stomachs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, okay, we got to point out the fact that Salma Hayek is drop dead gorgeous. Yes. And they always make it the character like that grow the beard. Yeah, and I don't also understand like, because it's like. Beauty. ironic yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's just like an easy grab yeah um but i love john c Riley's look in this movie his hair is on point his top hat's great his suits are awesome the costumes in this are great yeah i like the set too mm-hmm. like i like when they're on the i don't know what you would call it the campus for the freaks like the traveling circus like their grounds um, yeah i like those scenes i just couldn't get on board with the lead boy and also his love interest i don't think she was that great his whole storyline just bad yeah like he has that they introduced the whole beginning where he has a group of friends that are not cool then he became kind of cool with all his friends that were polos and then they kind (laughs) of dropped the like that whole thing entirely i yo i think the movie would have been i needed more exposition i needed more like why yeah joss hutcherson like he why did he join the bad guys like his dad was absent his mom was an alcoholic but like they didn't really set up him and no. main character hating each other like at all no because like, and then they just met up again and they're like oh well i'm supposed to hate you well i'm yeah. supposed to hate you they they would have met up and been like oh dude what's up like yeah. you're alive like thank yeah. god like their beef was so small was the fact that his parents wanted him to not hang out with him and they became secret best friends yeah. which is like the dumbest thing in the entire world yeah it's like it clearly means he still cares for you yeah and it was like nothing people would actually beef over. They needed to set up that beef mm-hmm. way better. And they needed to set up the vampanese and the vampire's beef right. way well, more. I agree. And then like, I feel like I would have been more in. And his mm-hmm. romance did not need to be yeah. there at all. Not yet, at least. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like set it up for the second movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were, I mean, they they tried to set it up though. Like oh, Josh sure. Hutcherson at the end of the movie leaves with the bad guys and and they like know, have an epic just... showdown and nothing happens yeah um i feel like it's like i and i like when movies or comic books or any story starts off with friends becoming enemies and yeah, they have a yeah. past yeah yeah like oh, a, like a classic like magneto mm-hmm. professor x scenario love mm-hmm. i Very love good. that but it, it's one just really didn't didn't hit yeah no i agree you know but there's someone else in this movie we forgot to mention William Defoe. Willem. Oh. Willem. Mm-hmm. Willem. With yeah, the, he the littlest crazy. mustache. He looked crazy. 
See, yeah. he's uh, Kate said this when we were watching it. Like all these big names signed yeah. on because they thought it was going to be a series. Yeah. Like, yeah, this everybody had the intentions of this like blowing up and being a big thing. And, it and it's weird. Miserably. I don't remember it even being in the theater. Yo, I, neither do I. I actually. And said I feel those, like it had to be. I said those exact words to Jordan. I was like, "Was this ever in theaters? Because it does. I have no recollection." With the cast, movie. I feel like it had to be. And but with the director too, flopped. Paul White's. Is he? He did uh, American Pie, About a Boy, oh. Little Fockers, and he's doing the upcoming Bel Canto. Oh, really? Which is based on an Ann Patchett book, which I read, and it's like incredible, and. It's not like a comedy though, so it's interesting that he's doing it. But but you can also tell that like all the people that were big names were big at this time. Like Orlando yeah. Jones was huge at mm. this time. Like he huge? was. <laughs> he was. He like just a did huge. evolution. Well, he did. He then he did. Yeah. He like mystery man. Like a bunch of things that were like yeah. of this wheelhouse yeah. during this time. <laughs> yeah, Orlando Patrick Jones would be great a great film <laughs> friend. Patrick Fuggett was on the rise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Patrick Fuggett. <laughs> it's I have to say the real version. One, two, three, fugit. I don't know. Still, I mean, we never really got a confirmation. No. Fuck it or fugit. Um, but yeah, this movie, there's like a lot of tiny little details in it. I, I don't really feel like Yo, divulging too much into it. If there was a sequel, would you watch it? Yes. yes. I actually Yo, would. Yo, so would 100%. I. Because I want to know what's like... Exactly. I, I, Yo, know, I love John C. Riley's Oh, he character. was amazing in yeah. Because he, he plays like... A very real and I was reading something where he chose this role because he's like yo I could see that character as an actual person like Mm -hmm. living and breathing in Baltimore and then 200 years later just like being wherever this takes place and like he's like I just see that character as like an actual real person and he, he played it so well like it's I want them now to make a second one. Should we start the it's campaign too, here? It's definitely too late. It's definitely too late. But ah, dude, I, I would, I would watch, I would watch it. Yeah. Straight Maybe up. Maybe they could remake it. You could read the fourth books. The first, this movie takes like up the first three books in the yeah. series. Really? You told me that. How do you forget that fact? I read a lot of facts. Yeah. yeah. Some <laughs> but some. I, yo, what I might do is just wikipedia the books and just find out what happens that oh, way. should we find it should we ourselves? read the books <laughs> no should we find definitely should the read the movie books. ourselves should uh, we make yeah. it we should make it patrick get call up patrick fugit mm-hmm. <laughs> fugit so there was a line this there's a lot of blood talk in this movie like you have evil blood you have good blood and there's like exchange where they literally just push fingertips up like slight cuts in their fingertips and push it up against each other and that's how they exchange blood yeah Yo, I li- there's a lot of fingernail usage in uh, this. I hate yeah. the chalkboard. I get the chills. Well, I hate that, but like other vampire things you see, mm-hmm. do they focus on the fingernails as much as they no. do in this? No. A lot of focus on the fingernails. Yep. Like chopping and down a tree with it. And flitting. <laughs> and like you need to drink blood to be strong. Well, that's like well, Vampire 101. By the way, I love your DNA. <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah, they say that in the movie. What's up with um the vampires like are just chilling daylight? 
Yeah, there's like a type <laughs> that can chill in the daylight. Yeah. If you're like half vampire, you can like do both. What makes you a half vampire? When you give a little bit of blood. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, I don't. I yeah. didn't get that either. That like why he became half vampire. I don't get vampire. it either. And yeah. the fact that like at the end, he bites monkey girl, who's like his girl. Uh-huh. But she doesn't become a vampire. Well, no, you need to exchange blood. Yeah, you need to exchange blood. If you just bite someone, you're just taking theirs. Their blood. But that we've always known by vampire lore that it's not that tr- to be true. Um... Vampire mm, that's, no, that's, really? that's that's like true blood. They yeah. you have to exchange it, uh, and then like they I put see. you in the you just in the ground for a night, way. and you come out like a vampire. You put them in the oven. They come yeah, out. literally. Um, so there's another trope in this movie about vampires. That I said to Jordan, we're like, once you become a va- full vampire, your hair goes straight up in the air. Is that a thing? Like Josh Hud- Hutterson. Uh, that, might, might, that might be you an evil having thing. a real tough time with his name. I, know. Hutcherson. I, have, to, I have to look it up. Um, his hair goes straight up in the air, and that was like a big thing in like Buffy and all that stuff. Like when you became uh, a vampire, your hair just goes like up in the air. Guys, we have to address a really, really tiny elephant in the room. <laughs> Edward. Oh, Robert's a vampire. Robert is a vampire. He's looking really. Mad. I hope we didn't offend him. His hair is straight, straight up. He's looking really mad at you. Oh wait, the roots. You guys ready? No? Okay, cool. I feel like you should leave that one to go. <laughs> leave that one to go. I, one thing is I kill jokes, so yes, just got to keep killing it. Um, leave that one to go. Guys, I have two, two hot seat questions. For it, us? Yes. In this movie, they start off cutting class. Like the movie starts off them cutting yep. class. Have you guys ever cut class? Did Absolutely you guys cut not. class? College, all the time. Oh. High school, never. Well, I've played hooky. Like, I, I've, like, skipped, like, days, but never just skipped one like class. Like, just leaving school? No. Did you, like, tell your parents you were going to school and then didn't go to school? No. <laughs> You're lying. No, no, I no. haven't. But like, is my it, mom would always. If I was just like, "Mom, not today," she would just be like, "Okay." Like I, she, she was down for personal days. Yeah. When I was oh, in high my school. parents were like, "You're going, you're dying, go to school." Really? <laughs> yeah. See, my mom was the same way as uh, Patty. Yeah. My mom <laughs> or <laughs> Bailey's mom. Um, like sometimes my mom would be like, "Are you?" F- you sure you're feeling good enough to go to yeah. work? Like she wanted me to school. stay home, and I'm just. You said work. Yeah. Do you live at home? School. Still? Hey, work. School was school work. School was work for me. Yeah. Um, That's what I tell the kids every day. It's your job to go to school. And then my second hot cue. I have one too. If you guys were a freak, uh, I have the uh, no. Can I? That was mine. Can oh, I ask it? So okay. we all have one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which freak would you be? <laughs> well, that wasn't my question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like I was just gonna ask in general, what kind of freak would you be? Not uh, not the ones from the movie. Uh, if it was the movie, I'd be Patrick Fuggins. Uh, I wouldn't though. You can't go out in public like that, freak. He's so artsy. He's a very. You can't go out in public like any of those. Yeah, freaks. you can go out as Monkey Girl. She tucks her tail in. Yeah. Yo, I wouldn't tuck my tail in. Yeah, you would. I wouldn't be ashamed yeah, you of would. it. Yeah, yeah you, you would. would. <laughs> she yeah. tucks her tail in because you it realize, gets in the like, way. TMZ would be all up on you 24-7. I like TMZ. I'd welcome it. He does. He does watch it. Um, <laughs> I'd <but> be like... <laughs> she specifically said she talks her tail because it gets in the way. It's, like, annoying. Because, like, hits things and stuff. Gets stuck in things. Yeah. Well, it would be a nice money grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that TMZ that. money, yeah. baby. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of was into um, whatever. What was Orlando Jones's thing? He just didn't have ribs. Yeah. It was oh, such yeah, a lame super one. Skinny. Yeah, yeah, I think that's sick. Because um, he could kind of go like, "What are you doing?" I've all day. I've had this sensation on my arm that like. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, it's weird, the mummy. Weird sensation. Um, I'd probably be a vampire. Are they one of the freaks, uh, or are they just... Oh, uh, well, that doesn't that count. <laughs> I'd be a vampire, I would be John too. C. Riley 100% yeah. if that was an option. Not a vampire, just John C. Yeah, Riley. in this movie. Well, there's not so many... Well, what other freaks are there? There's Jane Krakowski, where, where she like... she can just pull her limbs off. She could pull oh, her limbs off. Oh, yo, that's kind of sick. That is kind of sick. There's Kristen Schaal, who just has big teeth. That's her thing? Yeah, yeah, she says big teeth. Girth of teeth. And then there was the guy that with little the really man tall with head. the tall forehead. You know, he yeah. was, he, he had a tall slid under forehead. the radar. <laughs> um, there was a man with two stomachs, which I yeah. didn't like. Uh, that. He freaked me out. He, he actually freaked me There were the little hard cats. Yeah, they were uh, cool. Which, Bailey, I bet you were into the hard cats. Those like, little, like, like, right those little guys? Well, the little dobbies. <laughs> well, do you, you know how they became that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They that was a cool kind of Vampanese. Yo, that's when I was like on board. Yeah. I was like, ooh. See that they're getting into like the history yeah, yeah. Exactly. and why these the things. Lore of yeah, everything. the lore. That they need to get more into the lore. I'm gonna read the books and I'll get back. You to are you. not gonna read the books. <laughs> You're absolutely not gonna read the books. Um, so I had a question. Yeah. Would you become a half vampire to save your friend? If I could chill in the daylight and shit. But you had to leave your family because you would eat them. Yo, that was kind of a bummer. Like, yeah. that's a bummer aspect. He of made it. that decision real easy. Are you though? immortal if you're a half vampire? I don't. I don't see. Think I need so. more. I need more information on what a half. That's Yo, the first time I've ever heard of half. half I like, feel half like vampire. I've heard you say before that you wouldn't want to be immortal. Sounds like something I would say. Yeah, it does sound like something you would say. <laughs> like you, you like you wouldn't want to be on this earth forever. Like I mean, I think it would be a bummer to watch everyone you know die. Yeah, especially since they suck. just came out with that um, global warming report that <laughs> we're going to be in crisis by 2040. So maybe we don't want to. Really? Yeah. Well, yo, it would kind of just be like a thing where, um, Sick. if you're immortal, it would be like, uh, like having your dog die. Like you know, your dog's gonna die. It's just. Yeah, but this is so much different. You. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like your dog would just die. What was if like your your girlfriend just died when was it Bree just died you had to watch it after a full life of living together and you had to live after that for many many years well i think the weird part well, was that like you would stay this age yeah and your loved ones all grow old that's like a weird aspect the death thing is very tough i imagine it would be tough but like it makes it tougher that you're staying like in your 20s yeah. and then like everybody's they in their address 70s. that in the movie right because Selma Hayek's like why don't you love me and he's like I'm so tired of seeing people I love just die yeah. and me outlive them he's like I'm th- I keep staying young and everyone's dying she goes have you looked in the mirror lately you're not that young anymore yeah yeah but how how scary is dying I mean it's scary <laughs> I'm not scared of it <laughs> okay sick um, but every vampire story, they always say it's hard to watch everyone. You, you can't get close. Yeah. It's like a lonely life. Mm-hmm. You can't get close to anyone because you know they're going to die. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'd do it. Would you do it? So back to the question. Would you do it for your friend to save your friend? <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. 
If it was to save someone that I care about, yeah, I'd think about it real hard. <laughs> huh. So I you're mean, not answering In this question. specific situation, nah. His I wouldn't have done that. Like, I would do it to just... Josh Hutcherson. And his parents were like, chill. Yeah. His parents he sucked. Had, he had like a pretty normal home life. I don't know. His sister backed him up. Yeah. He got like yelled at for throwing a rock at a lamp and then he was like, I'm fucking done with this family. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. But yeah, vampires are still cool. I'm still into vampire stories. Yeah. Like Jordan I don't get the vampire diaries. I don't get I do don't no, I do that. that but I uh I don't get sick of vampires. I just don't. Do you ever see uh interview with a vampire no it, when was the last time you saw it a long time ago mm. t cruise it's got all of our yo it's it's got all our guys yeah who else is there? antonio banderas christian slater uh. tom cruise yo uh, speaking of tom cruise all your dudes in it yeah <laughs> um i watched an interview recently with uh bill Hader. <laughs> Oh, we're done talking about this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I uh-huh. gave it a 3.2, but I'm going to bump it up to a 3.5. I gave it a 4.2. If they make a sequel, I'll bump it up to a 5. Uh, 4.3. Okay. Um, there was an interview with Bill Hader. With, um, he was talking about Tropic Thunder, and a lot of his scenes were with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. He just said he had nothing but nice things to say. <laughs> Yo, people who have worked with Tom yeah. Cruise, like... Besides all the women that had to stand in those holes, uh, <laughs> they all had nice things. Yeah, to say. he gets too much hate. But all the people who are saying that they like him are all men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, uh, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. No, I'm well, backing you up. He's Jonathan Lipnicki's favorite actor. <laughs> that's true. The Lipnick. Well, all right. Well, let's get. I'm gonna watch an interview with uh, Renee Zellweger later, and I'll let you know what she says. Good, okay. good idea. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, cool. Well, John C. Riley, what's our overall feeling? Bailey, I know you weren't like too keen on him coming in to this. Um, he's he's cool. Like I wouldn't. I like him. I wouldn't. I don't. Should just we like do him. the true test of whether Bailey really likes someone or not? If they have a movie in theaters, would you go see it because of them? Because of them. Probably yeah. not. Like, oh, John C. Riley's in that. I'm gonna go see it. Probably not. He, but I like him. Hmm. How do you feel, Kate? Oh, I fucking love John C. Riley. Yeah. It, there's nothing that's gonna, I think, change that unless something crazy comes out about him. But he seems pretty wholesome. Yeah. Yeah, so, I heard something about him. You're an absolute liar. But I'll save it for next podcast. Oh, nice. Uh, love With it. that being said. If you're still listening, thank you. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> well, we're going to bring it back. If you rate us five stars, we'll give you a full minute of airtime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's funny because like, we say we're bringing it back, but it never left. <laughs> we haven't gotten a five-star rating in months. We just also haven't months. talked about it in a long time. Yeah. So, you know, if you want us to talk about you and look. We're going to do our research on you. That's yeah, for sure. We will yeah, Kevin Liston. <laughs> we will track you down and mispronounce your name. Yo. Oh, I said your name. I don't remember what I and originally said. Continually mispronounce your name. Um, yeah, Joel Jan- Yankee. Don't think we don't know every little detail about 
Yol Yankee. Yeah. And if you guys have a letterbox, hit us watch up. out. Um, but yeah, hit us up, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, reach out to us via email. Hit us up on Twitter, Twits. Instagram. Has anyone ever checked the email? Jordan checks it every I day. check it. It's basically SoundCloud oh. trying to get us to monetize and make money off our podcast. And you know what? I said no. We do this <laughs> as a labor. It's a labor of love. Labia, we blubby. will not collect any money. Someone sent us a email in there this week. Oh, they did. We'll save it for next okay, next episode next though. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Hit us up. We want to. We want to interact with the fans. We There's, will interact back. We know you're out there. We do. We see all you motherfuckers listening. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting a lot of listens. Yo, we're the percentage a- of the amount of people that interact with us to the amount that listen is very disproportionate. It's, you know, <laughs> it's alarming. Like, <laughs> do you guys not want to talk to us? But anyways, we love you. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon.